Welcome back, Everyday Business Leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for the show, coming to you from JP the Geek Studio here in Greenwood, Indiana. Thrilled to have you today. Remember to connect and celebrate remarkable business leaders in our very own community. Subscribe to our channel and follow us so you don't miss an episode. Chad Malone is in the studio. We're going to talk about business innovation as he is an inspirational leader. Welcome, Chad Malone. Great to be here. I appreciate it. (laughs) This is really awesome. We've been friends for a long time, and then we really connected on LinkedIn, and then we realized we only live 30 minutes away. (laughs) I know, right? There's There's no reason to do this more often, right? I know, right? It's uh, it's great to celebrate you because of all the things that you've done. You have a book that I want to talk about, but your transformational mindset and leadership. And we are also connected through the John Maxwell team. Yep. JMT DNA all oh, the way. Well, we have to say Maxwell leadership now, right? Right. Same thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. Everything that we do and everything that we believe is about leadership. And that journey really starts For me, it was corporate America, learning about my values and training. For you, you have another pathway, but I want to talk about how you decided to start your own business and the things that you're doing today to really bring transformation to our community. Well, I think for me personally, it's interesting because people have asked me in the past, you know, how did I get in this space? And it's not necessarily that I went trying to get in this space, but it got into me. And once it got into me, it kind of created this passion like, more people have to have this. Mm-hmm. And it, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we're all, you know, put born put on this earth to grow. And, I mean, that's starting at the very beginning all the way until we're at the end. And I just want to help people just be the best version of themselves. And how do they do that? they got to continually grow and figure their life out and continue taking those steps. Well, and a lot of people, we talk about fear, right? Fear stops so many people. And I think one of my guests that I celebrated from 2018, she was one of the very first guests. And we talked about the things that she's done in the last five years. And she said, fear is what keeps everybody back, right? But it's that one action step that you take that changes the game. It changed the game for her and everybody in life that I've met. It's okay to have that fear and anxiety, but unless you take the action, you're not going to ever accomplish it. Exactly. And I know for me, like one of the biggest fears I had, even doing like a, a, a YouTube or a Facebook or, you know, those reels, it's like, what's somebody going to think? <laughs> Am I going to say something wrong? Am I going to say something that nobody likes? You know, that kind of thing. And that really set me back. And the thing is, now I'm learning that's just another way to add value and uh, give people an opportunity to take those little nuggets and, and, and grow with them. Well, I love your book because it's talked about transformation from the inside out, right? Finding your passion mm-hmm. and these seven steps that you talk about. I don't have a book with me, <laughs> but walk me through what we're going to learn in your book because I ha- I do have it online. Yeah. Uh, so talk to us about that. So I'll, I'll just give you a couple because I know we've, we're, <laughs> we're on a time crunch here. But, you know, the first one is... Uh, talking about what do you value and actually in the book I call them strategies not chapters and the reason I do that because with a strategy you have an action plan 
and you create an action plan from that. And so what we talk about with strategy number one is what do you value? I meet a lot of people, and you're probably in the same boat as I am. You, you meet a lot of people that say, I have this goal. But then you ask them, what do they value? Mm-hmm. And they get stopped. And I'm just learning and I'm still continuing to learn, you know, with other people that when you have a goal and your values match, then you can push forward. And again, I think that's why a lot of people, whenever you talk about fear earlier, same thing, they get stopped because their values and their goals don't match. And if they can get through some of those things, then great things can happen. And so then in strategy number two, I talk about where are you vulnerable? And I think that's interesting because I think that's pretty timeless for the the space that we're in today because we need to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody's perfect. Um, You know, i got a real dear friend that lives in Dallas, Texas, and we talk all the time. And it's not about being perfect. It's about making progress. Mm -hmm. And we have to be willing to be vulnerable in that situation, in in any situation. But so many people, they still don't want to be vulnerable. Well, and it's kind of embarrassing, right? When people say, well, what if I do uncover this? Or what if I publicly display this or talk about it or get into a group or Mm -hmm. I've even found a lot of coaches that say, Oh, I want to coach people. I want to help people. And yet they really don't pay attention to the things that they've experienced in their life to fine tune what they can be a coach in. Right. And I think that's really interesting because you sometimes even as a coach don't realize that the value is, it's just like right here. It's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And so how do you, Work with people to help them say, hey, it it is right here. Don't miss this opportunity, right? Well, and I I actually was just listening to a video earlier this morning, and it was talking about there's three doors. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a door that you just open. There's a revolving door. And then there's, you know, the the one that you don't want to miss, right? right? And it's just one of those things. I think a lot of people, as especially as a leader, awareness is is critical. And you've got to watch everything that's around you. And I, I, I do. I, I just think awareness is one of those things as leaders that we, we miss the mark a lot of times because we're not a, aware of those things going on around us. And like you said, it's sometimes right there in your face and you, you just miss it. A lot of the times it is. And so I love this conversation because through COVID, it has been really difficult for companies as well as individuals saying, How do I need to restructure things just to be more effective? Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to improve, right? And we talk about this with John Maxwell all the time. People always want improvement, but they're unwilling to do the things that it's going to take to improve. And so little steps, I think right now is a great time of the year to have a conversation about this because it's the last quarter of the year. People are thinking about the holidays and vacations, but yet the new year's coming. And so we want to get people in the right strategy mindset to say, if your business is changing, if you need to change, what's the first thing we need to do? So awareness is a great point here. Yep. And it's interesting too, because one of the other strategies to talk about is the time is now. (laughs) So why wait until 2024 starts? I mean, right now we're in the end of 2023. I mean, we're real close to the end of 2023. Why not make that happen now? And again, I think a fear sets a lot of people back. And again, just having that awareness and that growth mindset. Because again, we're all not going to do it perfectly. I mean, we've heard, you know, stories behind the scenes of Dr. Maxwell, right? That a lot of people maybe not be privileged to, but at the end of the day, we're all human. Mm-hmm. 
and we just got to grow through life, not just go through life. And I think that's very important. And it's again, at times so right important. now. So besides John, because John Maxwell, if people don't know, many people still don't know who John Maxwell is. When you say, hey, I'm certified with John Maxwell mm-hmm. team. Many people know Zig Ziglar, and I know you you were coached and in, in that program as well. What what do you think it is when when um, you work with clients and they haven't experienced this kind of mentorship level? I think for me, my head just wants to drop, <laughs> and the only reason is because I I personally took the initiative. Again, it didn't just happen for me. Um, you know, growing up in the southern part of Indiana where there's just not a lot of opportunity to, to, to figure things out like that. I think we're getting there. But again, too, it's just one of those having a, a personal awareness. Where do I want to go? How do I get there? And, you know, finding those people around you that can help you get there. And, you know, Zig, for me, was one of them. And, I mean, again, we don't have a lot of time, but it's just one of those things. It's a pretty remarkable story looking back that I've gained a mentor out of that experience. I'm, I'm friends with the family and, and all of that fun stuff. And, you know, Tom has endorsed my book, which, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But it's just because I put myself out there. Um, I, I had to bet on myself. Well, the vulnerability... Let, we can go back to that, right? This mm-hmm. is exactly the tie-in Steve Jobs always says, right? You don't know until you go back and connect the dots. And yet taking that first step for you to say, I value myself enough to know that I want to improve myself in this way. And what happens next is those connections, those yep. personal connections, that personal mentorship, that personal relationship. And then you go back and say, how did that happen? It wasn't just magic overnight. You put a lot of effort into it. And so I want to commend you because there's a lot of things that you can do in your life. But unless you really invest in yourself every day, it's not going to happen. Right. Well, and I think, you know, something you just said, sometimes you got to look back and connect those dots. You know, one thing my mentor has always taught me is that even though I don't look at it at that time, he's like, you're positioning yourself well. And I'm like, but I want more, you know, I want the next opportunity. But the thing is looking back and him helping me to see that Mm -hmm. it's pretty powerful to look back. You know, I did a a video not too long ago, actually it's probably been over a year ago now, but I call it defining moments because there are certain moments in my life. As I look back, I'm like, Oh my goodness, if I wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't be here or vice versa. And so I just think that's very, very important that we, again, have strategies for every single thing that we do, mm-hmm. because I think they're important. They're, they are important. They help you gauge where you want to go next. Yep. Right. And I know you do a lot of speaking. You do a lot of training. You're actually teaching right now at Ivy Tech. I know. <laughs> Exciting. So I actually taught from Ivy Tech for a number of years back, and believe it or not, it's so hard to believe, again, going back and connecting those dots. It's been 11 years ago. Wow. And so to get back in front of those students and and, and connect with them, it's just like I'm going to college all over again myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just been pretty cool to, to see that and get to experience that. And just I told the students on the first night of class, we're starting all over again, mm-hmm. and it's just been a really good experience so far, and, and I enjoy it. It's just a good way, again, to connect with individuals and 
and help them grow. Um, you know, I teach uh, public speaking. Get it? Go so, figure, right? <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's it's been good because, again, a lot of them have that fear, you know, mm-hmm. go, that you've been talking about. And I just want to help them overcome that because if they can overcome that, it's like I tell them every week, you guys all have a story. The only one that can tell that story is you, and that and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to think about that, no matter what age, right? So when you're, we're talking about Ivy Tech, for those of you that aren't in Indianapolis, it's it's a college that anybody can go to, right? It's statewide, statewide, and so um, all these campuses. And the thing is, when people start to invest in themselves, you think even going back to school, right? So no matter what age you are, to be able to take a public speaking class, I think at any college level. That's scary enough, just signing up and going, click the button. I mean, when I was signing up for college, we were at IEPUI first downtown. Mm-hmm. Multiple stairs, multiple hours, and you hoped that the class was open by the time you got to the window. <laughs> and now it's so easy, but it also prevents a lot of people from taking those things, right? It's like, oh, I don't know. I shouldn't do it. It's not the right time. It's it's too many expectations. And so what you're doing is helping transform people's beliefs in themselves mm-hmm. in this class. And so I love that, that this is something that you, you are so invested in. Yeah. I mean, there's never a good time, you know, and it's just the time we have. And so it's just one of those things. I think, again, going back to what you just said, a lot of students and just a lot of people in general, again, they get set back because of their own limiting beliefs. And the thing is, if we can go, help them change those, then, you know, great things happen not only for themselves, but for the people that they influence every day, whether it be a family member, whether it be a community or whatever the case may be. But it all, again, starts with them, right? And and that's why I'm, I'm just so passionate about helping them and, and want to continue to, to use that as part of my, you know, my lifelong purpose because at the end of the day, People want to grow, but sometimes there's other things that hold them back. Mm -hmm. That path is hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, and and, and I know you will agree with this, I think a lot of times, too, people think, once I get that degree, I'm done. Right. And there's just so much more. I mean, I'm still growing every single day. Um, There was something that I was working on just today. And I'm like, okay, well, now I can do that. I know I can do that. So it's just we got to go after it. Hi, this is Melanie Ake. When you visit everydayleaders.com, you'll find valuable resources to become a better leader in your life. Women's leadership programs, including top floor women, our monthly networking events, corporate workshops, and strategic business coaching services. Discover classes and products to develop yourself, including our morning leadership devotionals. Don't forget, order one of my inspirational books, sign up for classes, or pick up some gear in the leader store. Listen to the Everyday Business Leaders podcast, apply to be a guest in our studio, or even sponsor your own commercial advertisement. Contact us today at everydayleaders.com. So you talked a little bit earlier that you were raised in Seymour, Indiana. Oh, John, John Mellencamp. Yep, yep. <laughs> you were Rock raised in a small roll. town, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, Talk to me about when you decided to get involved in personal development. Was this something that you were mentored by your parents, by somebody in your family? How'd that work for you? Not my parents, uh, nobody in my family. Actually, I'm the very first one to graduate from college in my family. Um, I don't say that to uh, brag. I say that just because that's, uh, 
you know, I was part of a family that worked hard. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like I've got that characteristic of working hard and wanting to help other people find their purpose and their passion. But for me, what was interesting, uh, uh, I was, you know, second to last class at Indiana Wesleyan University. Go why I woo. Um, and I was I was an adult student. Um, I'll just share this real quick because I think failures um, give us opportunities as well. I flunked out of college my very first time. Point nine grade point average, eighteen thousand dollar bill, and I went back home to Seymour after I uh, went to school. And you know there was a lot of people that were like, "Oh, Chad's back," but the thing is, I took that failure and I made something happen with it. And what I mean by that, so by the time I got into college my third time, Mm -hmm. because my second time my grades got better, but they didn't want me to go into student debt. So I was like, wow, that's pretty incredible. Uh, But with that being happening for me and my third time going back to college, uh, my second to last class literally changed my life before I graduated. And it was a human resource class. And... I'm a person of faith, never going to hide that, um, but unless people ask me, then we can go into more detail. But what was interesting for me, took that second to last class, and it changed my life. And in the way of, we had to give a 15-minute presentation. To some, that sounds like a really long time. To others, that sounds like a really short window. And so I got up, I gave my presentation, and we were told actually with that presentation that we got docked a letter grade if it wasn't 15 minutes exact. So it really put the pressure on. So I got up, gave my presentation, and the instructor's like, break time. So I automatically thought to myself, I've really messed this up. And she goes on and she goes, everybody go to break, Chad, I want to talk to you. And then I'm like really getting nervous. And again, you talk about a head drop. I'm like, this is not, this is not good. So she comes down, she sits next to me and she goes, I know that you talked about starting a training company. And again, Melanie, this was in 2007. So we're talking, I'm not a mathematician, but it's, that's a long time ago, ago. (laughs) 16 years ago. And so she's sitting down next to me and she says, um, I just want to let you know that in 24 years of teaching, nobody's ever hit 15 minutes exact. And then she also said, let's don't talk about training and start a training company. Let's start talking about transformation. Mm -hmm. Again, transformation now is one of those big buzzwords, those big power words that everybody uses. But that seed was planted into me back in 2007. And then she also said, Chad, I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to pray that God opens up doors for you. Two weeks after that, I got a call from the vice vice president of the school, which um, it's amazing. He's been in education for 63 years, Dr. Larry Lindsay, amazing. But he calls me up and he asks me, he goes, Chad, what can I do to help you? And I told him, I said, you know, I'd really like to be the next Zig Ziglar. That's where I first got connected with Zig. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, he goes... I actually worked for Zig back in the 1980s. I'm like, oh my goodness. So this lady, you know, the instructor basically said, I'm going to pray that God opens up doors for you. And still, I feel like being here on your show today, she's still opening these, these doors are still being open because of that prayer. Mm-hmm. 
And so got to meet Zig then in 2008, sat down just like we're talking right now. And he asked me, he goes, so what can I do for you? How can I help you? So I've always learned looking back again, connecting those dots. If you can ask the question, how can I help you? It opens up so much opportunity. And so whenever I asked Zig that, or he asked me that, and we were talking, I'm just like, wow, this is pretty powerful. And I told him, I said, I want to be the next Jew. And he just, you know, in his, all of his wisdom and and smiles, he basically said, Chad, you're never going to be me. But he goes, I'm never going to be you either. And I was like, wow. And I just felt like he handed that baton, that torch to me. And I was just like, wow. So long story short, still to this day, doors are being open and got a, like I said, got a mentor out of the situation. That's a whole other story for another day because I think mentoring and coaching is very important and just going out there after it. But if Zig would not have been vulnerable to you in that moment, right, you could have taken that in, wow, this, this person has a huge ego and I'm mm-hmm. going to try to learn as much as I can. But you also would have had a little bit of hesitation and fear and anxiety of, I'm in this, I'm in the wrong room, right? right? But people that are a vulnerable characteristic, they bring you along with them. Yep. Right. They just, they just scoop you right up and say, Hey, you can sit right here beside me or even take my seat mm-hmm. and I'll help you learn how to be in that seat. Yep. That's what I love about the people that we follow when you're in a, a leadership junkie, right? <laughs> but when you've really taken the time to invest in yourself, you can understand how to choose those mentors that will really guide you in the areas that mm-hmm. you need to be guided. Sometimes it's hard when people are starting this and, and they may not ever get the right person for a long time because they right. haven't grown themselves right yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really want to encourage people like this whole theory of transformation. You've got to start where you are. You can't yep. compare yourself and say, well, I don't, I don't have a Zig Ziglar. I don't have connections to John Maxwell. Or I don't have access to, whoever it is that you think you should be following, uh, it's still taking that action step today. Right. And, you know, it's, and it's interesting you say that because for me, I didn't have that either. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, there was a way forward for me. And I think that's the same for everybody else. There is a way. It's kind of like going back to that famous quote that with, uh, you know, if, how does it go? Something along the lines, if you are wanting to learn the teacher will appear. Right. And it's one of those things I want to learn. I want to get better. And that's, you know, I'm very blessed to have my mentor, Brian Flanagan, super shout out to him. Mm -hmm. Because again, I think a lot of the reason I'm here today is because of the stuff he's invested into me. And again, it's being vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want help. I want to get better because I know if I'm getting better, then I can help other people get better. And that, and I think that's the starting point. And I, again, I, and I agree with what you said, and I think John Maxwell said it probably the best out of anybody, that if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go further, take somebody else with you. Because there's still things that I'm learning about business, whether it be through social media, whatever the case may be, that I want to get better at. Right. I mean, I think of your husband in the other room. <laughs> pretty incredible what he can do but it's just one of those things i can't do that Mm -hmm. but he can right and it's building those relationships and and all of that i think that are very 
become very, very valuable? Well, during COVID, somebody said, um, like, you know, there's, there's, there's collaboration and then there's competition. Mm-hmm. But then there's this new word called coopetition. Oh, right? Wow. Have you heard about that? No, that's so, <laughs> new to me. <laughs> so it's really collaborating with the people that you're not competing with. You're designing something new with. So coopetition is we're going to be kind of like a cooperation corporation, right? But you're doing it together in a collaborative way. And I love this because so many people started businesses through COVID because mm-hmm. you didn't have any other way to get together. And But global partners, right? Not just in your neighborhood. Us 30 minutes away are talking about how do we start doing other mm-hmm. things together. Exactly. And so I think it is also giving, being vulnerable to, I don't have the ego to know everything. No matter how long you've been doing what you've been doing, it is saying, I need this other person in my life because we can all do better together. Exactly. Yeah. There, and again, going back to Maxwell, I mean, he's, I think he said it again, probably better than anybody talking about if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. Because I think everybody has an element of better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's gifts that I know that I have that maybe somebody else doesn't have. But I also know that there's a lot of people that have gifts that I do not have that I need, right? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's very important that we understand that. And again, I, li- I like that. How'd you say Coopetition. It? Coopetition. It's a great word, isn't it? We're like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, and what's so cool about it is because, again, with the way that you just described it to me, is transformation. Mm-hmm. Because transformation is about becoming something new. It's about creating something new, right? And so that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I want people to find you because I know you do keynotes, you do training, you do coaching, you do all kinds of stuff in your business. So what... Um, how can people reach out to you if we're like, right now, I need I need Chad in my life? So I have this awesome thing called a QR code Woo! that people can just literally go and then they can scan that QR code and they can connect with me directly there. Um, I mean, I'm pretty much an open book, so my, my phone number's on there. Not hard to find. <laughs> so it's just one of those things I definitely want to help. You know, my website, you know biosite.com slash Chad D. Malone, you know, is there as well. So everything to get a hold of me is there. There's no barrier in between. That's awesome. Well, you're doing amazing things in this community. I know that you're a very busy guy, so I appreciate you coming. Just spending a few minutes with us because talking about business leaders and elevating the community, you're doing all of those things to really raise us as, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships, right? (laughs) So I appreciate you so much just for saying yes to coming in and sharing your story with us. It's the easiest word to say, yes. (laughs) So So how can we help you? The question goes back to you. How can our our audience, how can our people that are viewing this and sharing this, I want them to share it all across YouTube and all the social media platforms, but what can we do for Chad? I think that's probably the best thing is, you know, uh, just follow me on social media, but also too, when there's something that you like, you know, let me know so we can keep doing those same things. But also too, I have a book called Finding Your Passion from the Inside Out, Seven Strategies I Get From Here to There. Um, go out there, get that. Also too, as as you continue to follow and, and, and those fun things, I'm actually working on my second book right now that'll hopefully be out in March. That's the, the game plan right now. Still kind of 
working through some of the manuscript stuff, but it's one of those things I'm super, super excited about that book as well, because I feel like where we're at in our stage of, of existence, you know, there's a, we got to raise up some leaders and I'm very, very passionate about that. And I know you are with everyday leaders and, you know, I kind of coined the phrase of emerging leaders, but it's just, it's the same group of people and we got to start raising people up and we've got to help them overcome some of those fears so that they can be brought up. And, uh, you know, that's just where I'm at right now is I just want to help as many people as I possibly can and, and, and make it happen. Well, you're doing it, my friend. Well, thank you. I yes, appreciate that. Yes. I, and I want to encourage people find Chad on social media, find him on LinkedIn, especially because you're always giving us messages of hope and encouragement for business leaders, especially. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Everyday leaders. Everyday leaders. We change the world, my friend. <laughs> That's right. Let me try on this hat. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, it looks it's official. It looks great, Chad. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for following us today. Please share this content if you loved it. You can also make a comment on this. We love inspirational business leaders and community leaders. So please let us know if you'd like to be on the show as well. We are right here at JP the Geek Studio in Greenwood, Indiana. And remember, it's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes you an everyday leader.